being an expert on general automotive knowledge, what would the correct ignition timing be on a 1955 Bel Air Chevrolet with a 327 cubic inch engine and a full barrel carburetor? It is a trick question. Watch this. Because Chevy didn't make a 327 in 55. The 327 didn't come out till 62. And it wasn't offered in the Bel Air with a four barrel carb till 64. However, in 1964, the correct ignition timing will be four degrees before top dead center. Get ready for another hour of Drive Radio, brought to you by Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. Got a question for the experts? Then give them a call, 303-477-5600. Now it's time to pop the hood and get our hands dirty. Drive Radio on KLZ 560 The Source. All right, we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us. Josh Goff, Legacy Automotive up in Boulder, along with Ridgeline Auto Brokers. And I've been saying this for most of the morning now. Adam joining us from uh, Secure Fob, and we're going to talk about your device, Adam. So first of all, uh, Adam Vander, is it Burke? Am I saying that right, Adam? You, you pretty much nailed it. It's all right. Burke, yes, thank well, you. appreciate you joining us. And I've no talked problem. about thank this you. now for a couple of weeks. So most of our folks are, you know, they've listened a little bit here over the last few weeks. have heard me talk about your product, but I don't want to take sure. any of your thunder away. So tell us, Secure Fob, you know, what, what made you guys develop this? How does it work? And then we'll talk about how folks can buy it in a moment as well. Absolutely. Well, first, I got to say thank you very much for having me on today. It's, it's a, it's a uh, privilege. So thank you for You're that. You're very welcome. Um, yeah, thank you. So for, it, it all began for me, um, uh, John, was, uh, as I'm sure Denver can actually appreciate where I am just outside of Toronto in Canada. Uh, we have some of the worst auto theft rates in the country. In so fact, do in we. 2022, yep. Yeah, in 2022, <laughs> there were more than 5,000 vehicles stolen wow. in my area of wow. Canada alone. Wow. So, um, you know, based on my research at the time, when we started going down this path, you know, a top two or three ways of vehicles actually being stolen, relay theft just kept coming up um, uh, as a, one of the top three ways. And and for everyone out there who isn't overly familiar, uh, relay theft is when the thief steals your RFID signal from the fob. So when it's in your house or wherever you are, your key fob is for your keyless vehicle is always sending a signal to the vehicle letting you know, hey, you're in range and it helps you unlock it or you can automatically start it. So, right. there's a, you know, there's a lot of conveniences with that. Well, um, that RFID signal is, is constant. And about a year ago, my neighbor's Dodge Ram was stolen out of his truck with a relay attack. In fact, we have the person or persons on uh, Nest Cam doing it. And uh, so I, I was talking to him, obviously, after that, he said he was telling me dealing with the insurance company was extremely frustrating, trying to get the vehicle back, trying to get the equal value for his truck. Yep. Um, they yep. didn't have stock of his truck at the time. As you all know, there's a lot of uh, supply right. chain issues right That's now. Right. So it's, t- it's tough to get a replacement. And it actually took him about three and a half months to get a replacement vehicle. So about three months after that, when I bought my uh, a new truck, it was actually uh, a brand new Ford F-150. I went on the hunt to try and prevent my truck from being stolen. So we found a couple of different options. Uh, one, what, the first one I kept hearing about was a kill switch in a vehicle where you can actually install something where it, it can kill the, the engine or whatever it might be. But Those have their own set of issues, as you know. Exactly, as I know. And it was really expensive. And I'm like, man, I don't really want to spend that much money on doing that. So the other option in terms of relay theft was a Faraday box. I'm not sure if you guys yes. heard of that stuff. But oh, yes. It's a box where, yeah, you put a box where you um, throw your keys into, and it can block the signal. Well, we, point, so we point, real quick, that. point being, too, Adam, in that case, 
has to be somewhere convenient. You got to make sure you do it every time. Got to make sure you shut the lid every time. I mean, that also is a pain in the neck. Well, you foreshadowed because two weeks later, my truck was stolen out of my driveway from a relay theft because either my wife or I, and I'm going to say most likely it was me, forgot to put the fob in the box. And I'm going to take, I'll take the blame on that one. So, and I went through not quite as much pain, but you know, the insurance companies, the rentals, my kids' seats were in the back. There was right. all kinds of stuff that I lost, right? right? So I figured there had to be a better way than having me to be responsible for this because I forget everything all the time. So we came across this product in Europe because it's a European-made product, and it's called Secure Fob. And I bought one directly from my partner who is in, um, in Europe, and I got it. It worked, and I'll speed the story up. We purchased the rights for the, uh, for the product for all of North America, and we've started dis- distributing it in, in, in North America, Canada, U.S. mainly, right? So, Makes sense. Um, and, and so I'll give you, the, every, again, the listeners, a, an idea of how it works. So a secure fob uh, versus uh, Faraday boxes or things like that, it's a one-time, very easy installation on any key fob out there. And it works with 100% of vehicles, and it eliminates relay theft. And the way that it works is you open up your fob very much like you would change the battery inside of your fob. You open it up, you take the battery out, you wrap our device around it, you put it back into the fob, and you're done. Um, The way that it works is, is once the device, our device, is motionless for three minutes, it essentially turns off the battery power to the fob, which means the RFID is temporarily turned off while our device is working. But once you pick the fob up again, or the fob is in motion of any kind, it works perfectly well. So and it works right like a regular fob. So it's a one-time installation, okay. and then you never have to worry about relay theft again. It and, I, and by the way, for everybody listening, I've of course met Adam in person at SEMA. Have seen the device. Did a little bit of studying on it as well. Which you know, Adam, you knew I would most likely do, yep. which I did. For and sure. I really, at the end of the day, and folks, I'm just I'm just being a hundred percent honest. I I don't see any drawbacks to this. In fact, Adam, even if you're somebody where you're maybe not so worried about the theft side, it is a great protectant there. But the other thing you and I talked about, and I've mentioned this to folks as well, the extending of the battery life as well is also a benefit to your device. Absolutely. Well, let me give you, I I wrote down about four or five main benefits here. First and foremost, um, you know, of the the two or three top ways, which one of the other top ways is actually car hijackings, which, you know, there's not a whole lot I can do to help right now, but no. um, So as from a real, to to completely eliminate one of the top ways, I think is is worth it when we, when you see the product. Second, easy to install, set it and forget it product. You never have to worry about it again. Third, the replacement battery. So we provide a replacement battery with all of our packages. And uh, that so that you have a fresh battery go- being installed, it actually extends that battery life 30 to 40 percent because our device, when um, when working, let's say at night when you throw your keys on the counter and it's after three minutes, it starts to work. Our device draws one tenth less or tax right. a lot less. Um, and the other uh, one big one, it's a non-intrusive install. There's nothing in the vehicle. There's nothing because there's some issues with warranties of the vehicle where yes. manufacturers start, if you yes. start doing this type of stuff, yes. you go for a claim and they say, whoa, 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 what did you do here, right? So there's nothing like that. And the other big one, uh, John, is we're working with a lot of different insurance companies right now. Like the big thing I found and the big, you know, I guess drawback to this was I was dinged with an, a 25% increase in my uh, annual insurance rate 
just because of the area that I live in. So, and, and not even when I had my claim, this was actually last year for my, for some of my truck. So this really is a community effort where you're really trying to together stop this problem so that insurance rates, because eventually they're going to start going up. I know everyone's saying, you know, that they probably won't, but eventually insurance companies are going to start saying, we're going to pass some of these expenses onto our end users if we can't figure this out mm-hmm. together. So um, we're working with several large insurance carriers some are just thinking about and deciding on endorsing it, offering a discount if you have our product installed, or some are even considering buying the devices for their policyholders. So, Interesting. Um, so yeah, we're working with a lot of, and the other uh, big uh, development here since we've talked, John, is um, we actually found a technology partner that it's kind of like a middleman technology partner that is working with insurance companies where if you buy our product, you log into a, as an application and you register the two, the serial numbers of the product against your, your VIN numbers. Okay. The insurance companies can actually validate that you have that product installed so that they may actually give you a discount uh, at some point or nice. whatever it might be. Right. So nice. Yeah. So that's where we're really going for these. So, you know, just from a, from an overall, th- th- those are the, the big benefits. I mean, for me, the cost was another benefit. Some people are, um, you know, there's a little bit of give and take on this, but, the product sells, you get two devices because most vehicles have two um, right. bulbs, right. two replacement batteries, and and shipping anywhere in North America for $179.99. But as we discussed, John, we're offering uh, your listeners a code RUSH10 to receive a 10% discount on the uh, on the product, and, and that's in play as of right now. So for me, it was a no-brainer, really, when it came to the cost of trying to protect my vehicle. And I, I agree. can tell you... You know, you know, it's maybe it's coincidence, maybe not. But since this product's been installed on my vehicle, Bob, I've kept the same truck in my driveway. So. <laughs> well, and I've had a couple of <laughs> people that have you know sent in some other devices, you know, to your point, Adam, some of the lockout devices and so on. And what I will tell everyone is you have to also be careful on those because, A, they're much, much more expensive. B, they mm-hmm. can cause some other op- – um, Josh over here can – attest to that some of the lockout devices can cause their own issues depending upon who the right. quote-unquote expert installer was and or was not uh you're you're cutting into the main harness which i frankly am just never a big fan of because i think you're opening yourself up for other issues down the road when you do that your device you're right. not touching anything internally on the vehicle this is fob only now i get it if somebody still happened to break in get in the vehicle somehow duplicate things could they still steal the vehicle Yes, and Adam, I've said this for years, and I'll keep saying it. Uh, a guy with a rollback can steal your vehicle. So at the end of the right. day, if they want it bad enough, yeah. guess what? They're taking it yeah. anyways. That's a non-issue. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, the th- and the thing about relay theft is it's quiet. It takes about two minutes from the first when, when they get to your house and they pick up the, the signal yep. to the, when they can actually start the vehicle and roll it out. So it's, it's, not, it's very quiet, very easy. Um, there's a lo- very low risk. And, you know, obviously, and I'm sure in, down in the U.S., just like it is here, like the penalty right now for car theft is, is so minor. It's that a slap it, on the hands. Yeah, it is. It's it a really slap is. on the wrist, and they're right back in, and, yep. and they're doing it again. That's and, right. Uh, so that's right. And, uh, you know, thieves are going to be thieves. They're going to get they're gonna get smart, and maybe down the road in a couple of years they think of a different way to do these. So it's not a, it's not a silver bullet, but it, it's eliminating one of the top ways for me was, a, you know, again, I keep saying it, kind of a no-brainer for me. Um, I think it's a total no-brainer. Again, Adam, even for some of the folks that have, you know, really high-end fobs and so on on some of the different vehicles, and I know some vehicles you're not getting into the fob, and that's another discussion probably for another day. But the majority of vehicles out there, just to me personally, just the extended life of the battery in the fob alone makes this worthwhile. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Especially for the price. I mean, you go again, a little bit more than the boxes and the bags, I would say, but, and for batteries themselves, but to, to have the replacement battery, to extend the battery life, to, to not have to worry about this ever again. Again, for, to me, it, it just makes sense. And, and I'm hoping everybody agrees. And, and we're just kind of getting rolling here in North America and, um, and, and our, our sales have been great. SEMA was a, was a great launching pad for us, I would say. We're, we're really getting uh, a lot of interest, a lot of distribution interest, and uh, so it's been, it's been really good. Nice. Well, uh, I've had a couple of text messages already. Just gave them the link, gave them the Rush 10, so hopefully we'll get some things rolling here in our, in our you know, we cover about four states, Adam, so really not just the Denver market. We actually cover a portion, a large portion of Wyoming, pretty good portion of Nebraska, uh, western Kansas as well. So again, our signal goes out quite a way. So uh, and, and okay. everybody listening, we'll have this up on the website uh, a little bit later, if not already. I need to double check that. I think producer Ann may have already put that up. So Adam, again, I appreciate it very much. It was very nice meeting you in person. You've got a great product. Uh, we're sold. We'll keep promoting it on a weekly basis. Well, I appreciate that very much, and and stay safe, everybody. We'll do it. Adam, thank you again. Appreciate it very much. Great product. Uh, Secure Fob is the product name, and it's secure-fob.com. or secure So secure-fob.com. Rush 10 is your code for a 10% discount. A couple of you have already texted in asking how to buy it. That's how you do it. Now, there are two different sizes for the device, we didn't get into that with, with uh, Adam because it depends on the battery. So in some cases, you're either going to need to know what battery yours takes or you may have to crack it open and look and see what battery it is because there's two different batteries for fobs, a small and a large, although most or I think it's the 2032. Am I saying that right, that's Josh? The is the battery number. Right that's now. the most common yeah. one is the 2032. But double check yours to make sure you order the right one. And again, you're going to get two of these and they're – they're very interesting because it almost looks like you're buying a piece of jewelry when they show up because it, yeah. it really is that type of a product. And literally, you just place it on the positive, negative side of the battery, reinstall your battery in the fob, and it does all the work for you. So uh, buy the pair, get 10% off. Rush 10 is the code. And we'll have that up on really all of our websites here in the not-too-distant future. I'll talk about this on Rush to Reason as well. Guys, we'll be right back. Lines are open, 303-477-5600. Myself, Josh Goff, Legacy Automotive up in Boulder, as well as Ridgeline Auto Brokers. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Take advantage of Geno's Auto Services Fall Special and save $45 on a coolant flush. Even as the weather is getting colder, your engine runs hot. When coolant degrades, it becomes acidic and can corrode your radiator, thermostat, and water pump, sending debris into your engine. This debris, if left unchecked, can lead to major headaches and repairs. Reduce the chance of overheating, even in cold weather, and keep corrosion at bay with a coolant flush special from Geno's. Maintaining your vehicle will give you additional years of performance. Geno's is celebrating 40 years in business in Littleton. We are all for making your life simpler, offering loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick up when ready. Give us a call or go online to schedule an appointment. Geno's is AAA approved and located at Bowles and Platte Canyon. Don't forget to check out all of Geno's Google reviews. Reduce the chance of overheating and save $45 on a coolant flush from Geno's. Stop in or visit us online at genosautoservice.com. That's Geno's with a J. Your next oil change could change the life of your vehicle forever. If you think that's a tall order, maybe you've been getting the wrong oil change. 
A BG Performance Oil Change BG. comes with a lifetime of engine and fuel system coverage and something else, peace of mind. Where do you find it? Find a shop in your neighborhood at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. Because an oil change that offers a lifetime of peace of mind is a change worth making. BG. Here's why you need personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh on your side. He understands the way the jury thinks. In the context of a personal injury case, you've been hurt by someone else's negligence. The idea is that you're going to try to recover so that you can get back to where you were just prior to that incident occurring. What that really means from a jurist perspective is that you're going to be asking them to award you money. So when we talk about fairness, we're talking about six people that you don't know. Those six people view the evidence and make a unanimous decision that will decide what the fair value is. When you're the one who's hurt, you have a good idea of what you think it's worth. The question is, can you persuade those other individuals whom you don't know and were witnesses to believe that's what the case is worth? Kevin Flesh understands the way the jury thinks. Call now for a free consultation, 303-806-8886. Flesh and Beck Law. They get results. You need to count on your vehicle several times each day. That's why Napa Auto Care Centers count on nothing less than the knowledge and skills of ASE certified technicians to maintain and repair your vehicle. Napa Auto Care Center technicians study and pass rigorous testing to stay trained on today's vehicle technology for both domestic and import vehicles to give you confidence in a job done right on time the first time. Visit your Napa Auto Care Center today. Find a location at NapaOnline.com. Have you been thinking about a new pair of glasses? Maybe some prescription sunglasses? Well, look no further than Stack Optical. Since 1968, yes, you heard me right. Since 1968, Stack Optical has been providing the most comprehensive quality ocular care for their patients. This family-owned business is proud to be one of the few optical offices that has their own on-site eyeglass production and eyeglass repair studio. Stack Optical, located at 2233 South Monaco Parkway, features the most extensive lines of eyeglass frames, sunglasses, and contact lenses to ensure that you love your appearance and experience superior comfort. Our comprehensive eye exams proactively diagnose eye conditions and diseases while providing the most accurate vision care. We welcome you to experience a lifetime of superior ocular care from doctors that are devoted to your eye health. Call now for your $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. At Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. I also was just reminded we have Montana and, of course, Texas listeners. We have some Texas listeners in the panhandle picking us up over the air by the way, that is not coming in online. So we actually cover a lot of, uh, of air space, let's just say it that way. So, by the way, thanks for that reminder. I did not want to ignore you folks down in the uh, panhandle of Texas. So thank you for listening, even over the air. We appreciate it very much. And, of course, we've got listeners uh, listening online all over as well. So all of you that are listening online, same deal. You can go right to that same website, secure-fob.com. Somebody just asked me, to on a GM vehicle is a 24 the same as a 22 uh, Josh and I just verified. I just took my fob out, and yeah, they're they're the same. Um, I don't see any changes there whatsoever. The website may not say that just because they may not have updated it yet, the drop-down menu side of it, but yeah, you're fine. I didn't see any 24s on their website. Yeah, so, so but trust me, I don't see any major changes for most, at least 
in the case of a GM vehicle, any differences there. Same bad. Again, all you're trying to do, it's the battery end of it as well. So it's not, even if the fob itself has changed, as long as you're buying the one for the right battery, which if you had to take the fob apart and even see what batteries in it, it won't make any difference on that end of it. So the year, make, model won't matter. It's the battery size is all you're trying to make sure you get correct. Mm-hmm. Other than that, okay, so we'll let you guys in on a little secret. We're not going to give the name of the device. But Josh and I, because we knew we'd be talking about this some today, Josh actually has a device that will duplicate some of what we're talking about. And yeah. we he didn't do this so he can go steal cars. No, it's so we can learn much like me owning an EV. You can't know the stuff unless you actually have one of these and play with it and know exactly how it works. So Josh actually owns a device that we're talking about in regards to secure fob protecting against. And a lot of these devices, just so you all know, can be bought openly right now on the internet. Any of you listening can buy it. You don't have to be a car thief and have a lot of knowledge. Now, the more knowledge you have, the better it gets. And trust me, the thieves have a lot of knowledge. Point being... The device that we have sitting in studio right now, as it sits, won't pick up the fob signal probably much more than 5, 10 feet away. Maybe not even 10 feet. Probably within 3 to 5 feet. But they make ancillary devices for the device we have here in studio that will extend that range to where if you're walking down the sidewalk at 2 a.m. and you happen to maybe even weave in and out of cars... And you've got this device that we have in studio with the ancillary devices enabling you to pick up signals from a lot further away. Could you duplicate the fob with the device we have in studio right now? You absolutely could. You can, yeah. It's very doable. So, folks, we are not saying anything and trying to promote a product because Secure Fob, I met at SEMA and all of that. And that's not, the, that, that's not what this is all about. We're trying to help you keep your vehicle from being stolen and even slow down car thefts in this Denver area altogether. And point being, yes, these devices are made. Yes, these do have them. And yes, they will walk around your neighborhood in the middle of the night trying to figure out which vehicle can they pick up. Just to Adam's point a moment ago, it's really slick and easy. If they duplicate your fob and they now have it, they can literally hop in, hop in the car, off they go, done deal. Exactly. With the yep. device we have in studio with us right now. Now, the one we have won't work exactly like that because you need the ancillary things with it. But, yes, you could actually you could do that. You right. could do all of that with the device we have. Bill and Centennial, you're next. Hey, John, it's about EVs because you're an EV. Yeah, yeah Bill, like go that. ahead. You know, you've heard about cars being on a road for a while, certain ones. So do you know that 90% of EVs are still on the road, the other 10% finally got where they were going. <laughs> you know, for a lot of EV owners, that's very true, Bill. <laughs> yeah, uh, and, and, and as I said, and I've said this numerous times, and get, again, I own one just, again, like this device we've got on the key fob thing. I want to learn about it, know about it, and all of that. Uh, bottom line, Bill, I'll, I'll be the first to say it. I think a lot of folks buying EVs never should have bought them. Mm-hmm. I do also feel like there's some people that could use an EV that had never thought about it because of a lot of the quote-unquote bad press that are actually out there on them as well. For a lot of people, they would work very well. For a lot of people, they don't, and they never should have bought them in the first place. You're right. I'll just say that straight up. Right. Anyway, good show, guys. Oh, thank you very much. I appreciate it, Bill. Somebody also just texted and asked. 
Regarding the secure fob, please discuss its value for a non-RFID fob for older vehicles. Extended battery life. Yeah. I, I mean, literally, uh, if, you're not, if you don't have one of those fobs that's actually doing some of the things we're talking about, you're still going to extend and not have to change batteries. I mean, most key fobs will run four to five years. The batteries will, even in some of the older vehicles. What this will do is double that life. Mm-hmm. Literally, it will double the life of it. Now, I, know, I realize the batteries aren't super expensive, so if that's not a big deal to you, then this really is designed more as an anti-theft device than it is a extend-the-battery device. But the byproduct of it is, yes, you will get an extended battery life out of it. Yep. So, that's it. the best way to say that. It is. What, and you would know this better than I, Josh, what years... Did they start using RFID? In other words, how long has that been going on now? It feels like on some of the models, 10 years now. So whenever, you know, you got the push button. So almost the age of the fleet. Right. The fleet's 13 years old. Mm -hmm. So we're almost talking the majority of vehicles on the road in America. Right. They're pretty much anybody with a push button is definitely using. They definitely are. And even some of the ones that have keys are still using that as a way to... How should I say this, Josh? Um, match the vehicle to the fob in the security system of. Right, handshake. Am I saying that correctly? Yeah, exactly. The handshake. The handshake. So even if it has a key, still that fob. Now, I will say this. If you've like my old Colorado, it, it was a still an RFID fob, but a key, you know, laser cut key to get in. Now, that one would be a little harder because they still would have to hop in and figure out how to either hotwire the vehicle or make it work. That one's a little more difficult because even though they've matched the fob, they still have to have a key to start it. Now, the new Colorado, and I drove a Canyon, I reviewed uh, this last week, the new Canyon, it's push button. You're hopping in it and going. Right. This is where that device comes in handy. So any of the newer vehicles that have the push button start, which is a lot of vehicles now. The majority of them out there, it feels like. And and I will say, while they're easier to steal in this regard, I still love the push button. I'll be the first to tell you I love the push button. I hate the stupid key. I just hate the fact it dangles from the, the steering column. It's an extra thing you're carrying around in your pocket. You've got a fob and a key. I, personally, yeah, I love the push button, and I'm a technology guy, and I realize that, yes, there's a byproduct of having that vehicle be a little easier to steal. But the convenience factor, in my opinion, is just huge. Oh, yeah, because, you know, you go backpacking or hiking or whatnot, and you got to pull the key out and put in there with the fob. You just walk up to the car and jump in. There you go. All right, with that, lines are open. Questions at all, we'll get them answered. We'll talk about used cars as well in a moment. What's the market doing? 303-477-5600. We'll be right back, though. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. There's something special about Napa Auto Care Centers. They're backed by the national strength of Napa. Nationwide warranties honored by thousands of locations. You know that's Napa know-how. But more importantly, your Napa Auto Care Center is independently owned and operated by neighborhood professionals who operate by a written code of ethics. Put your vehicle in the hands of ASE certified technicians who will greet you with a smile you can trust. Visit us today at NapaOnline.com. Napa know-how. You're driving down the road and out of nowhere comes a bang. A huge rock just hit your windshield and now you have a star in your windshield. Did you know that chip can be fixed? But who is the best? 
who has the best resins that keep developing them to work with the newest windshields? That would be Novus Autoglass. Novus, which is the Latin word for innovate, invented windshield repair in 1972, and it still leads the industry in cutting-edge technology, backed by more patents than any other repair and replacement company. While other glass repair services offer limited warranties, or worse, none at all, you can trust the original Novus pros to stand behind their work with a full refund that you can use towards a windshield replacement for the life of your windshield. Find a Novus location near you by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured, but you're not alone. While Paul Lewinberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. Reliability. It's what every driver wants from their vehicle. Regardless of make or model, you want your vehicle to take you where you need to go. Reliability is exactly what the Colorado Select Auto Care Centers offer. They've set the standard for excellence in automotive repair and maintenance. Each member offers Napa Auto Care Peace of Mind Warranty, along with the highest level of customer service and integrity. To find a Colorado Select Auto Care Center near you, log on to drive-radio.com or call 303-546-NAPA. All right, we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Question just came in. What about thieves with a laptop that use the laptop and then they program a fob with that VIN number? Uh, are they doing it that way, Josh, or are they acquiring the signal from the fob? They're acquiring the signal. That's what I thought. Yeah, because the manufacturer will give you like key cut codes and a PIN code, but you still have to get into the car and relearn stuff with the PIN code. It doesn't give you a code that says, I speak this language so now you speak this language so you still have to well and the rfids have rolling codes so you have to know where they're at in the middle of their rolling codes and all that so you just can't type in a vin and go unless somebody's out there tracking down vins and pulling rfids at the same which time. it could be it could you know there's people sure. who could be doing that that's all they do is walk around and, and pull the vin off the license plate but again and, that's where this device it. would help you with it now charlie had asked will this help you going to the mall no, and, and, uh, and even uh, Adam from SecureFob would, would have agreed and told us all of that. No, if, if this is moving, again, as he said, it has to sit still for three minutes, then it'll shut itself off. It shuts the battery off. Mm-hmm. If you're moving inside the mall, you're walking out of the parking lot, inside Walmart, grocery store, things like that, no, this is not going to keep uh, that from being stolen at that point in time. But remember, that's probably, in this particular thievery, 
end of things. Make sure I'm saying that right. right. The, the theft end of things. That's not typically where these folks are at looking for that signal anyways. Uh, this is typically, again, those folks that are roaming around 2 a.m., 1 a.m., they're walking down, especially, you know, when things are a little warmer. But they'll do it even when it's cold outside because people think, well, nobody's going to be out when it's cold. Oh, you would be surprised. <laughs> uh, these guys are getting paid, you know, for whoever the, the, you know, whoever the syndicate, in a lot of cases it is a syndicate, whoever that syndicate is, they're paying these guys to roam around and do that. So, yeah, they will roam around even during the winter months and... They will pick this up, and a lot of folks will look out the next morning, the car's gone, and they're mm-hmm. thinking, wait a minute, the keys are right here. Well, yeah, That's they exactly are. It. That's why they're able to steal that vehicle. So, yeah, so thank you. By the way, great question. I appreciate that very much. Kevin in Colorado Springs, you're next. Hi, good morning, guys. How's everybody? We are good. good. How are you, Kevin? Ah, we're doing all right. Can you hear me okay? I, I can hear you great. Bluetooth. No, we hear okay. you fine. Okay, a long-time listener, habitual caller. You guys are uh, great. You saved my bacon a lot. But I need to pick your brain again. My uh, 08 Chevy HHR finally got back on the road. Mm -hmm. And it's got the, oh, I think it's a uh, PO315 code, the crankshaft position sensor, relearn. I can't find anybody locally in Colorado Springs that will touch this car other than the dealer to reset that code. Is there somebody in one of your shops in Denver that you can recommend to me that I can bring the thing to? Extreme, who's in Parker, would be the closest to you in Colorado Springs, Kevin. They could do that. Extreme in Parker. In Parker. Extreme Auto Works. Yeah, Extreme right Automotive. There. What do I Google? Extreme okay, Automotive. Extreme Automotive. They're on our website, okay. drive-radio.com. You can find them there, Kevin. Oh, awesome. Uh, I've watched a YouTube video on how to do this. They want you to rev the car up yeah. to fuel cutoff, which is like 6,500 RPM with no load. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. That doesn't sound very promising it's yeah it has to be done because that's what it's trying to do so it's trying to learn it's trying to learn so you have to have the car running up to operating temperature and basically you floor it now the computer will keep it from destroying itself but that's what it's doing it's learning the crank position at that time right well you know the the motor has you know 145,000 miles i don't know what the timing chain is like in this motor and it's been a struggle to get this thing back on the road with right. the wiring and electrical issues I was dealing with. I don't want to blow it up trying to reset a code. So, all right, I will Google Extreme up there in Parker, and uh, we will go from there. Okay, Sounds good. awesome. Good one, Kevin. Appreciate it very much. Have a good rest of your day. Rick in Denver, you're next. Go ahead, Rick. Yes, I have a question concerning that uh, FOB device yes. you're talking about. Yes, could I also use that on the tire monitoring to save the battery? No. The monitors have their own built-in battery. They are sealed. There is no way to get inside of a TPMS sensor any way, shape, or form. When they go bad, it is literally, you know, literally throw uh, it away and start over. Now, you know, I was going to ask Josh this. Have you ever cut one of those open? I have. What's You're it look never like going to get it back together. What do they look like inside? It's just a chip with a battery. So it looks like a fob when you take a fob apart okay. in most aspects, except it has the pressure sensor on it and a temp sensor because it knows tire temp and it knows, True. of course, pressure. True. So sometimes they're integrated in one sensor. Sometimes 
they're separate, but they're potted in there, and you're never gonna get them back together. No, you, you don't have enough hot hot glue to put that thing back together. So. And stay well, and stay. Yeah, it'll come it, apart in a tire. That's yeah, I was gonna say keeping it going down the road where it's all in one piece. That's why that's a sealed unit. Rick. And, and they do go to sleep. So TPMS sensors fall asleep and try not to pull. A lot That's of why current. most of those, Rick, if it's a vehicle, I mean, I've had some of those last 10 years in vehicles. I don't drive a whole lot. So, yeah, they will last much longer than a fob. Oh, okay, because I thought it would be a great idea to save the batteries they, on them. They already do. They already try, yeah. All right, well, I appreciate the No, info. Thank by you. the way, great, you know, great question because most people probably don't realize that those actually do uh, fall asleep. Yeah, and like I say, I've, I've, it's interesting. I've had cars in the past where... I had to replace the fob battery, mm-hmm. but I never messed with the TPMS sensors. They just kept working and working again because they just don't get driven. They fall asleep. They're not really using much battery life, and away they go. But if you drive one daily, typically TPMS sensors, and Josh, you can chime in five, five to seven. seven years. Yeah, yeah typically. If they start going bad, that's not a surprise. You know, we buy a lot of cars that are seven years old, and they all have the, the light on because the sensors are dead. <laughs> on the used cars. <laughs> on the used okay. cars so while we have a chance, we got a break here. Lines are open, by the way, 303-477-5600. Give us a call. We'll, we'll you know take whatever call you've got on air. You can also text us. A lot of you have been, and I realize it's a nice day. You're probably outside working and doing things, so I get it. No problem there. Text us, 307-200-8222. What in the car market, you know, used car-wise, are you seeing right now? It's pretty much been the same. Okay. So interest rates are still really high, so that's the issue. If you don't have a lot of money down, you know, even if on a cheap car, you still need to have some money down because interest rates are so high. But the prices have not changed. So they seem to be just the same. Yeah, I, you know, there's this talk out there that used car prices are dropping and you're going to see a big dip and so on. And I will tell you that in some cases, you may see a slight drop in prices, but with the strike and everything I've been talking about the last several months here even, uh, personally, uh, if you find a good deal and things have dropped slightly, buy now because I am I will just tell you right now, they're not going to stay that way. They're not, no. Uh, new car prices, again, with what's happened with the contracts, whether it's a union or a non-union uh, manufacturer, they've all given increases in uh, labor, you know, in the, in the labor cost, uh, that's going to transfer back into higher prices uh, when you go to buy a vehicle. There are some some, not a lot, but there are some deals on new cars, and most of those are because of pre-marketing things that were done on the front side. It could be financing. It could be whatever. Uh, but those are things that were probably set in motion long before knowing where we'd be today is. And if you can find a deal like that, take advantage of it because they're not going to be around very long. No, not at all. Because, I mean, we've been waiting on parts for forever. I have a computer that's 110 days wow. out. That's almost four months. It's four months, yeah. For a computer. For a, co- a computer. Unbelievable. And right now, Stellantis is the worst. We can't hardly get any parts. They like, really got hit hard by the strike, yeah. by the way. And, and I think part of that is they just, I don't think we're as prepared on the front side. And the union, of course, came after them very hard because they were one of the quote-unquote holdouts. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were not going to bend. Um, I don't know all of the inside baseball that went on there. Just some of this I'm reading, but they were actually one of the ones. You know, Ford caved in first, GM was second, Solantis ended up third. Uh, I think they got hurt harder uh, in general, and frankly, I just think they have a more 
uh, and I'm not picking on them. I, I own a lot of you know Ram and, and Chrysler products, so I'm not picking on them by any way, shape, or form. But I do think they're just not as good on the supply side as the other two are, period, anyways. Am I right in saying that, Josh? Yeah, you're correct. Why is that, by the way? Because they've changed so many times. You know, Changed they were hands, all, you mean? Yeah, they were Chrysler, then they were Mercedes, and they were Fiat Chrysler, and they were somebody for like a, a minute back what during the uh, Great Recession. You know, So that's the problem. They've all messed with all their vendors, too, enough that... They're not number one on the supply chain list. Like, yeah, we'll get to you, but yeah, they are third. Sorry, yeah. they just are well, or more. Right, Th- third as far as the American company, and they're not even American. No, third as far as what we call the big three, which I don't know why I even call it the big three because Stellantis is not you know uh, American owned, hasn't been now for quite some time. So really, it's the big two, and then where they fall, it's even further down the list. I hate to say, just as far as Toyota, Hyundai, all of those. They're even further down the supply chain list than than the rest of them are. Yeah, and they've made most of their vendors mad too. So I think they they've just not ticked them off. Them. Yeah. yeah, no, that you're no, you're right. That is one of the issues with with that particular product line. Doug and Lafayette, you're next. Yes, sir. I got a question about the fob. Yes, uh, I'm, I got a 2013 Lincoln push button. Yep. My wife went to, my wife went to shopping the other day. Stopped the stopped at the parking lot. Went inside. Came back out. The car wouldn't start. We had a bad battery found out. I replaced the battery, but the fob quit working altogether. I put a new battery in, it still won't work. Is that, did something go wrong with that, you know, when the battery went out, did it mess up the fob? Or could be. Buy a new fob? Yes, could be. It's very and rare, they, but I have had cars where they will learn, they will forget the code when the car battery or the fob battery goes out. So you have to do a relearn process. Be a that. reprogram. Yeah. I, I I've not seen that very often, even in my own world, Doug, but yes, I have actually had that happen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, can that, that can be re, redone? Yes, I, it can, um, yep. Yes, be reprogrammed. And, and where can I take it? In Lafayette, go up and see Josh in Boulder. Yeah. You're not that far from him anyway. Just run down to Boulder and have uh, Josh at Legacy do it for you. Okay, yeah, I've had him work for me. Yep, before. they can do okay, it. Yeah. Great. Definitely. Yeah, give okay. us a call, 303 396 0555. Zero, say it again. 303. Thank you so much. You're very welcome, Doug. Appreciate it. Nope, they'll be happy to help you. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll come right back. Myself again, Josh Goff from Legacy Automotive, as we were just talking a moment ago, Ridgeline Auto Brokers as well. We'll be right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Are you ready to revolutionize your ride? Look no further than Legacy Automotive, your one-stop destination for all your automotive needs. We're here to take your driving experience to the next level, whether you're an eco-warrior or a diesel enthusiast. Are you the proud owner of an electric vehicle or hybrid? Legacy Automotive is your go-to expert for top-notch EV and hybrid service. Our team of certified technicians is well-versed in the intricacies of these cutting-edge vehicles. But that's not all. Legacy Automotive offers a range of services for all types of vehicles. From oil changes to brake repairs, tire rotations to trans- transmission maintenance, we're here to ensure your ride performs at its peak. Our state-of-the-art facility is equipped with the latest diagnostic tools so you can trust our experts to accurately diagnose and fix any issue. And did we mention our commitment to customer satisfaction? At Legacy Automotive, we pride ourselves on delivering a five-star experience. 
From the moment you step through our doors, our friendly staff will greet you with a smile and provide personalized attention. We believe in transparency and integrity, so you'll always know what services you need and why. Your satisfaction is our driving force. So why wait? Experience the Legacy Automotive difference today. Just go to LegacyAutoBoulder.com to book an appointment. Whether you're an EV enthusiast, a hybrid aficionado, or a diesel devotee, we're here to keep you on the road with confidence. Legacy Automotive, where expertise meets excellence. Most oil changes are the same. Old oil out, new filter, new oil in. It's a routine, a chore on the to-do list. What if your oil change wasn't the same as the rest? What if it was life-changing? BG. A BG oil change can change your life because it comes with free lifetime protection for your engine and fuel system, which means a lifetime of peace of mind for you. Find a shop near you at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. BG. Your local Napa Auto Care Center is independently owned, operates by a written code of ethics, and provides service you can trust. Put your vehicle in the care of ASC certified technicians in your neighborhood. They're backed by Napa. Quality parts, national warranties, that's Napa know-how. Your Napa Auto Care Center might just be the treated me fairly, I love those guys place you've been looking for for your vehicle. Find a location at NapaOnline.com. Napa have you ever thought about owning a classic car, hot rod, older truck, or an out-of-the-norm vehicle? Worldwide Vintage Autos is the place to go for all your vintage car and truck needs. With over 80,000 square feet of indoor showroom and warehouse space, they make the shopping experience easy. Every vehicle they sell is checked out by their own staff and is verified as a roadworthy vehicle, and this includes consignment vehicles. When you buy a vehicle from Worldwide, it's a vehicle you can safely drive home. They sell over 1,200 vehicles a year, and most of their inventory comes from people like you and me. If you want to eliminate the hassle of selling your vintage or unique vehicle, give them a call today. By the way, sign up today for the VIP list. They'll give you updates on all their new inventory that the general public doesn't see yet, and it's at a discounted price. Worldwide Vintage Autos. Don't let the name fool you. They sell worldwide, but their showroom is right here in Denver. Find them today at WorldwideVintageAutos.com or call 877-378-4679 and make sure you tell them John Rush from Drive Radio sent you. Are you tired of those unsightly sunken concrete areas around your property? Look no further than Raise Tech Concrete Leveling. Proudly serving the Colorado and surrounding communities, we understand the unique challenges posed by clay-rich soils. Does your garage or basement floor show signs of settling? Even those finished basements can experience issues, but don't worry. Our solution can save you both time and money compared to costly replacements. Introducing our revolutionary high-density polyurethane foam injection. We use a DOT-approved formula that's trusted on highways, ensuring top-tier quality for your project. While we can't fix structural issues, we can tackle a wide range of sunken concrete problems. And here's the best part. Our process is quick and hassle-free. Our expert team offers free inspections, taking just about 15 minutes of your time. One great thing is you don't even have to be home for the inspection. We want to ensure your complete satisfaction. Ready to take the first step toward a more even, safe, and beautiful property? Call Chadwick Gardner today at 970-682-5129. That's 970-682-5129. Race Tech Concrete Leveling. Lifting your concrete, lifting your spirits. Don't settle for sunken concrete any longer. Call us now at 970-682-5129. All right, we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. 
And uh, we appreciate you all listening, by the way. And if you got any questions at all, please let us know. Uh, 303-477-5600. 303-477-5600. And the Secure Fob guys, by the way, have already told me. A couple of you have already ordered products. So thank you, thank you, thank you, by the way. Uh, I appreciate that he does as well. And, and most of all, I appreciate it because those of you for a very, very small investment will keep your vehicle from being stolen when it's parked you know, in or at your residence. And some of you have the ability to park in the garage. Some of you do not have the ability. And even some of you that do, keep in mind, if the garage door is open, anything along those lines, you forget, you leave it open, uh, you know, somebody's roaming by, this is also a protection in that particular situation as well. Now, one thing that we'll, Josh and I will have to investigate, because I, I don't know how this works. The device, again, that Josh and I have, if there is somebody nearby and they've got the antenna side of this device that we're in studio with right now, they also have the ability to pick up your garage door opener and the rolling code of and duplicate your door opener. So they They could be hiding, you know, even 30, I don't know about the rest of you, my garage door opener, and I've got one of the newer fancy ones. Mine, I can get to open the door from about 50 yards out. A lot of them will work that far away. Point being, they could be parked on the street, just not, you know, kind of being laying back in the seat where it looks like it's just a parked car and have the device that we have in studio with us right now with the right receiver pickup arrangement. And literally, you could be pulling in, hitting the door button. It's picking it up. They now have access inside your garage. Mm-hmm. And here's where I'm going with this if you have a highly desirable car they want to steal, The device that we have, again, in studio right now, they could pick up your garage door. They could literally, knowing your patterns, watch when you're gone or sleeping or whatever, open the door, hop in, pick up that rolling code, which they probably have already got, by the way, because they can stand right outside the door and grab that one. They don't have to be in the garage to pick that up. They could literally open the door, hop in your car, and leave before you might even know what's going on. Not exaggerating, and I'm not trying to scare anybody. But that's literally the world we now live in, the ability to pick up some of those things that are going on that make our life more convenient. The only way around that would be to lock your door so that even if they tried to open it, it wouldn't open. Right. Most people, though, when they put garage door openers in, take those devices off because they don't want that ability to have it locked. You get where I'm going. The other thing is you could turn the power off to your garage door opener, but again... Very, very, very few people do what I just said. They just roll in and out. Yeah, because when we... Door comes up and down. We forget to unlock it and then hit the garage door button. Again, you're just... Most are not going to fiddle around with doing that. You know, you're going to go to bed and lock it. You're going to get up in the morning and unlock it. Well, very, very, very few people are going to be disciplined enough, Josh, to do what I just said. Correct. Very true. Just... I'm being honest, folks. Being honest. And we're trying to protect you. Again, not trying to sell more of the secure fobs, but I want you to be protected. And yes, they will protect you in the case of what I just said a moment ago. Secure-fob.com or secure-fob.com. I cannot highly 
recommend enough that you actually buy that device, put it on your fob. Will it protect you? Yes. We just talked to Adam on how it would. And again, we are literally in our hands in this studio right now with a device that will do the very same things we're talking about. Mm -hmm. And anybody out there, yourself included, I'm not going to give the name of this out because I'm not going to promote something along these lines. Now, keep in mind, most thieves already know what to buy. Right. They, they, yeah. they, in fact, this, the device that I'm talking about that we have in our hand right now, they already probably own or something similar to it. Uh, you can own it. And I also will say this. I don't think the people that make these products make them with the intention of stealing things. They don't. These are guys that are making it to make, frankly, your life more convenient. For, for In the case of what we're talking about in studio here, you could literally replace anything that sends out a signal. Garage door opener, your fob. Your remote to your TV. Mm-hmm. Josh, I can go down the list. Well, that's why I have it. I have my automotive locksmith license. And when Joe brings in that Lincoln, I'm going to use that device to make sure that the fob is working like it's supposed to. And that's what it's a tool for me. And that's what it is. It's a tool for most people. But in the wrong hands, just like every other tool, you know, it can be dangerous. So, by the way, what's it take to get the locksmith into things? you have to go take a test or get a license, or how does all that work? Yeah, so, you know, they do a little background check and make sure you're check legit and all that stuff to do it. Okay. Yep. And, again, you're doing and this then, because you want to learn more about how all these things work yeah. and function, and right? That's, and that's why they brought that on is so, you know, you can go to the manufacturer's website, and I enter in my LSID, that's my locksmith ID, into the lo- their site, and I can pull up. The pin code, so a lot of cars, in order to program a new fob into it, if it's not cloned, so it's one that puts out its own signal, I have to go in and get a pin code. So that's basically the car's specific ID. And then I can go in and say, okay, now it's time to learn this new device. I see. And I can get key cut codes, too. But when I, I do that, I have to fill out a form called a D1 form. So I have to have so a record the, of it owner's, yeah, the owner's driver's license picture, you know, a copy of the registration, and all these, this information, you know, the license plate on all these things so that, you know, I can't just go to the manufacturer's website and put my number in and they give me this info. There has to be a corresponding a D1 form that's um, given to them within 24 hours. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes total sense. Eric, go ahead. Hey, John. Hey, uh, yeah, if you go on YouTube, and I've been kind of following this relay stuff since last summer, it just popped up on my YouTube feed at random. And I'm really kind of glad that I don't own a vehicle new enough to have that, right. uh, have the keyless start. It's, it's downright frightening. How they're very, very stealable. Yes, very stealable. Yeah, and, and it seems like some models, uh, some manufacturers are more susceptible than others. And thankfully there are, for once in their life, there is somebody in Congress who has, uh, has proposed legislation or has proposed some stuff to force manufacturers to start figuring workarounds to this. I don't know what that's going uh, to be, by the way. So there is a YouTube, yeah, there's actually a YouTube video that addresses this, and it, they work. They show a guy, um, it's with one of the, uh, I think it's the Fox affiliate in Chicago, and they interview uh, this one legislator who, uh, I, I think he, basically he wrote a letter to them you know, to Stellantis, Ford, GM, et cetera, saying, hey, you know, what are you figuring as a way to work around this? In other words, or his aide wrote a letter. He signed it because he's clueless about cars anyways, but that's another conversation for during the week. Well, you know, it's, it, it's, yeah, it, it, it's about a five-minute video, but it, it, it was interesting. That's how I first found out about this. But 
Oh, and hey, by the way, the expired plates, I'm following an 11 of 19 right now. Oh, jeez. I hate that. That just bugs me to no end. Really does. And and, and and Eric, by the way, thanks. I got one more call coming I'm going to try to pick up, but thank you. Uh, Yeah, um, no offense, guys. Most politicians don't have a clue how all this stuff works. They're asking the manufacturers to do some sort of a workaround. Uh, When it comes to the convenience factor of this, I really don't know what – the workaround would actually be because this has become sort of the standard way for things to communicate. And anytime you do something in a wireless basis, whether mm-hmm. they went to from RFID to Bluetooth to whatever, reality is it's still going to be intercepted, just like they can pick up Wi-Fi signals and all sorts of other things. So a politician asking the manufacturers to have some sort of a workaround on this, I really don't understand how or or you know wh- what that ability might look like because frankly I just don't see that you're going to have to do some things like we're talking about to and maybe the manufacturers could do what this secure fob is doing right from the factory put a secure fob in it I I don't know but at the end of the day those signals are still going to be able to be intercepted Wally hang tight we're going to take a top of the hour news break don't go anywhere we'll take you first uh, lines open 303-477-5600 this is drive radio klz 560 still haven't had enough go to drive-radio.com email your questions and comments download previous programs and find lots of useful information including your nearest colorado select auto care center that's drive-radio.com Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.